Hello and welcome to the Carbitrage Podcast, episode 253. I'm Eric Berger, joined as always by my co-host Ryan Sinitsky. Hello. Hi. And Jana, hello. Hello. Welcome back, you guys. Oh, all right. I am on to four drinks this week, a Coors Banquet, because it is one of three beers that was available in this fridge because I've been slacking. I have a PBR, which is significantly worse than a Ham's. Yeah. I, I yeah in, I, in the hot weather at least for sure. No, I think just all year round. Like if I've never like been a big fan of PBR, like have I've been like so. I don't get gut rot from it. So well, this is the thing is like so I am a connoisseur of I, I am a cicerone of cheap beer. I was gonna go just like let's just go straight to cicerone. I'm a cicerone of cheap beers. I like good beers as sure. well. Don't get me wrong, but um, similar to the reason I love Phil Collins more than I love Peter Gabriel. When you limit yourself and you put these, when you when you put yourself in a box and you are able to succeed within that box, um, that takes a special kind of talent. It does, and that's why I'm more of a fan of Phil Collins because like Peter Gabriel's doing all this like weird art pop stuff. Phil Collins is like, dude, I'm just gonna get in the top forty and make just as good music. Um, this metaphor is really having a hard time with my brain, but it's not wrong. Hams mm-hmm. is Phil's. Is Phil's Colin? Is Phil Colin? Phil's Colin? <laughs> yes, Phil's Colin. Phil's Colin. <laughs> Are there multiple Phil's Colin here? <laughs> Hams is uh, Phil Collins, whereas you have something like a. Um, Good lord! <laughs> I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of a a, a, a uh, indeed. Flavor Wave IPA, which is okay. the IPA that's super good and doesn't like taste like a nine volt battery. Low the IBU one, then? It, it's yeah, it, it's really good. It, it's the one I showed you. Is and it, a it hazy? was oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. it's okay. a hazy yep. one. And you're like wow, this is actually really very like. good. Yeah, those are like just the Peter. American those are your like Peter Gabriel's and your Gary Newman's and stuff where they're just like they're just like weird space of like electro art pop. Whereas like you have Phil Collins, he's like, you know what? I invented reverb on snare drum and i made the best sounding noise in the world that's so. debatable but anyway i, I this, appreciate your metaphor at the very least this on the other hand i don't know this is like glenn fry or something it's not as good <laughs> I, I guess i like glenn fry i have to think about this this is billy idol bill okay, how so well billy idol uh took uh, he tried to do the same thing phil collins did and he was very popular, but he wasn't nearly as good. He doesn't have the staying power of Phil Collins. He's fine. Like okay. Billy Idol isn't objectively bad. You mm. don't listen to Philly. You, you don't listen to like Billy Idol, and you're like, I just wish I wasn't listening to music right now. You sure. listen to Billy Idol, and you're like, White Wedding, or like, it's uh, it's elevator music. Yeah, it's okay. Like it, it, it's like it's like cool. I'm at a wedding. wedding. I'm at I'm at a wedding, and they're going to play 80s music. I will say. You hope it's probably Billy Idol, not like My Sharona. There are 80s songs that I like much more than other 80s songs, but how I... How my brain's working I listening you, to this metaphor. No, no. And you know how I feel about Phil yeah. Collins, but but his 80s song is by far the catchiest and most memorable of any 80s song. Yeah. So Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like it Phil is what Collins it is... is hams or yep. this is billy idol it's yep. fine but i'm gonna listen to phil collins and dissect that music way harder i'm gonna dissect billy idol so that's totally fair i hate to say it kind of but anyway <laughs> uh let's talk about patreon and then move yep. on <clears throat> patreon.com forward slash carbitrage on this super cool website you will find two open-ended levels of support starting at a dollar fifty a month that help us just cover beer and hosting costs also gives you some cool swag in return, like stickers, potentially some additional swag like koozies, and in the future, if you'd like a shirt or a uh, koozie, not a koozie, a, um, a hat, we can we can discuss that as well. So, patreon.com forward slash carbitrage, check us out. Thanks, guys. And on to the first topic, um, the last car show we had down here before I left was the Wednesday night car show here. Um, there's a separate committee that kind of hosts those and I'm not usually down here for the Wednesday night shows just because it's a weeknight and this is an hour from my home, but Randy showed up to the last one and I was here Okay. as I was jamming lots and lots of pizza into my face. He shouts at me from down below and he said, Burger, you got to come down here and see this. You're going to like it. And <clears throat> you know me. A very difficult person. I start shouting different car options that he might possibly have outside, and I nailed it because he stopped responding when I said Ionic 5. Oh. So Randy has an Ionic 5 right now. I came down there. I plugged him in. 
just so he could learn how to charge this thing. And uh, I looked it over, and boy, that is a big vehicle in person. I mean, I've heard that from people that have seen it before. It's very well proportioned, so you don't really understand that it's not an 80s-looking hot hatch. Mm -hmm. But that's a really cool-looking car, and I totally still want one. The 350-kilowatt CCS is kind of appealing. I do road trip my car a fair bit, and my current car pretty much tops out at like 75 kilowatts, so I would stand to gain quite a bit from that. The main issue with the Ionic 5, and this is something I've only learned through our top Patreon patron, Scott, the heat pump is only available when you purchase the all-wheel drive dual-motor variant. You can't actually order the rear-wheel drive one with a heat pump. Which is the configuration that I would want if I yeah. bought one of those things, but... It, it kills it. Other than that, I mean, apparently they do... You're done. Uh, yeah, no, you're done. That's yep. it. That's in the story right there. But this company just announced, and it's in pre-production uh, phase right now, but they announced the the next vehicle in their Ionic electric lineup, okay. which is called the Ionic 6. And this isn't a hatch. It's, it's, a, um, it's a sedan, mm. but... I kind of want to... I assume you've, you've seen the news. You've looked at this already. I've not, actually. I want to okay. hear this. Well, I, as soon as this... I don't have YouTube Premium logged in here for some godforsaken reason. Give me a moment. I apologize. Ad. <clears throat> okay. So, Hyundai's design team, they want to completely buck the trend of every single car they make looking the same. So, they want each model to have a completely different I design ethos. Yeah. There's still a couple of carry-forward elements, like the Pixels. You'll yeah. still see those in the taillights, but they're a different shape. They're in a different orientation. Cool. But they're using them on the steering wheel airbag. There's a set of five of these pixels, and they're actually used as the charging indicator Ooh. when your car is plugged in, mm. along with the charge port and the front splitter. I hate, I, I hate the belt line, but it's a good-looking car. I think the belt line reminds me a lot of the first-gen CLS, and not necessarily in a good way. I know That's we just I talked mean. about That's the CLS. That's exactly what I mean. Oh, my God. Nope. I'm done. I'm over it. There's so many ways this could be good, and that the belt line I hate. I want to see this in not hard. silver. The belt line ruins it. I, I'm going to tell you here now. Uh, actually, hmm, one second. It has a drag coefficient of 0.21, so I mean, they're doing it for a reason, but I don't know how to feel about it this. I don't me, hate it. It reminds me of a panhard. Of a panhard. Panow? Yeah. Uh, it, it, the... the body line of it i'm trying to find the exact panard but it looks like a panard i'm just gonna pause the video where they give us an overview shot of the car again all right um yeah if you post one in the a link to a photo i can i can bring it up for the video people but it's based on the same platform as the ionic 5 so i'm expecting very similar power outputs i'm expecting the same battery packs the wheelbase is a little bit longer um it is much more aerodynamic so this thing might get really absurdly good range with the rear-wheel drive variant. I'm sure it'll have a heat pump optional. And I will agree with you. I'm not a huge fan of the design, at least at this point, but it's no GADM3. I haven't seen it any color except silver yet. And I really, really want to reward them for not photocopying all their cars like Audi does. I think I'm about to put this link here. Okay. Um, I think this is the closest to what I'm seeing. I think it's more the front end than the belt line. But it, remi- oh, yeah. it reminds me of a, pan- of a panard. The, the chin. And actually, if you actually look at how the sun- the way the rear trunk is shaped, um, it's got a better belt line, but the rear trunk, it kind of has yep. it sloped down. So it kind of reminds me of a I get the chin, too, though. Yeah. It's a, yeah, I, I guess... Uh, fuck, I really hate that back window. It's, it looks like a car they left out in the sun for too long. I think in black it'll look okay. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Yeah, the panard is really cute. Let's just look at the panard. Um, anyway... <laughs> Yeah, no, I I don't know. I mean, it's a new EV. I have to talk about it. Hyundai Kia has just been killing it lately. So this mm-hmm. is, it's a risk. I mean, BMW took a risk with their snoots, and those were terrible, and they failed. Hopefully, but this, I think, since I'm not super polar on it right now, I hope that I start to appreciate it more with time. Like when the O4 CLS came out, I really hated it, mm-hmm. and now I'm like, that looks fine, and I think it looks better than the S or the E of that vintage. Like I, I, I'm not saying it's a pretty car, but I do think it, it was like the least offensive in how it aged compared to its Which compatriots. Car? The the CLS versus the E class and the S class of that era. It's like a W220 and a W211. Like I would much rather have a CLS than either of those. 
A two twenty MSA looks like a foot. Yeah, but like the the two eleven E class also is not a good looking car. I would take the E class over the CLS. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because I mean, yeah, the, the, it's better once you get one, once but... you got to the AMG bodywork, it really helped it a lot. And I, I do objectively like the taillights um, on the two eleven. Okay. I'm I'm liking them right now. Uh, I feel like the two eleven. The facelift 211 and AMG trim looks good, but like a base early 211 320 looks like poo-poo. I mean, it's, it, trust me, I, I'm not saying that this is something where I'm going to like run home and go on Craigslist for it. But the CLS has unique elements that I do think weathered the test of time so far better. I'm not saying that the side profile of the swoop is one of them. Um, I think I think that the issue is they all age like milk. And they yep. age... Like milk too. They don't like that was Daimler era Mercedes design. Yeah, didn't like, age like super the well. the design didn't look good, and then like the quality was very milkish. Well, it was very dairy quality. And those were followed up with like I think one of the best looking generations yes. of Benzes too. Like the, yes. the two twelve. Oh man, the first gen two twelve is a sexy E class, and the, yeah, uh, the two twenty one S class in oh six or oh seven. Like holy, that thing looks great. Better better set of powertrains came out with them too. Um, yeah, I, I know what you mean. Yeah. So, but the CLS didn't get a follow up until much later, and it's just like now it's just like a big, bleh, it's just a big I mushroom. Just, I hate the CLS. I hate everything. That's about totally it. fine. Like, but I, I, I'm like so diametrically opposed to the CLS, like as a vehicle. And I assume same thing applies here. Then and that's the thing. I'm not the jury's out still because it does have yeah. an odd front end, which I like. Um, I don't know. I mean, like there's. There's certain cars where I should hate them, and I don't dislike them. The Tesla Model 3, I objectively like the front end of that, because hmm. it reminds me a lot of a Toyota Publica. Like, it's just weird little things like that. The the scuttle on the Model 3 has always bothered me. Like, if you really slam one, it gets, like, more okay in a darker color, but, like, the ratio of the... Oh, I love it in a bright color. It, okay. it, I, I like the tall roof. Really? I love tall roofs, yeah. No, oh, I, I, I want, like, um, if you, the more cartoony you make your car look, the better. Like, okay, well, that a gigantic Model 3's got it there. Yeah, exactly. Like, I want, like, a comical roofline. Like, EF sedans, I think they're great, <laughs> and they have a hilarious roofline. Uh, the, um, <laughs> uh, the Stanza? Yeah, Stanza Lagon. Like, I love hilarious roofline. Did roof you lines. see the one that was for sale, or is currently for sale in Ohio for, like, 3500 bucks? My friend Dylan was taking a look at that. He has one for daily, so... It looked pretty good. I mean, like, one little bubble on the back hatch, but, like, it it looked all right. The only problem is I cannot imagine myself ever having to source a part for that vehicle. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't be that bad, would it? No, it was that bad. Oh, okay. Well, I mean... It's not a stanza. <laughs> it's a prairie. They just called it a stanza here. So you have to get parts from overseas, then. It's a completely different vehicle, yeah. And even then, like, trim oh, no. pieces Is are, it, like, like, the 2.5 van engine issue? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like, everything has to come from Croatia. Yeah, you're done. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's really bad. Well, um, so yeah, I don't maybe... know. I do not know how Dylan does it. Like, you have extra cars as well. Yeah, like, Dylan, Dylan does have. <laughs> he's got a collection of vehicles your size, and they're all sub five hundred dollars. Nineties. That's how I started. Compacts. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I no, started with sub five hundred dollar cars. But... Well, they're like he's got like a Geo Storm. He's got a Stanza Wagon. I think he's got a Neon. He's got like, all sorts of like weird. It, just bizarre vehicles. Like, he, his, like... I, I'm pretty sure, like, Dylan's dream car is, like, a Buick Century T-Type. Actually, well, like an 86? Yeah, like the front-wheel drive Century. Okay. Oh, oh, a little he, later. He, okay. he quite badly wants... He's actually looking for a pre-facelift first-generation celebrity. Why? Because he likes those. Okay. That's his thing. I mean, they're... Props? Okay, so if you want the most interesting collection of cheap cars, he's pretty much on the right track. Yeah, no, he's doing a really good job. He has spent less money than you've spent on one of your vehicles. Oh, yeah. And he's got a fascinating collection that will garner your time much longer than your collection will. Like, I started with cheap cars, and I just started replacing them one by one with stuff I liked more. But, yeah, it's not yeah, everyone's no, cup it, of tea. Yeah, that, that's, that, that's the thing. It's like you're not buying them because it's like they're, sport, they're super cars. You're just buying them because you liked them when you were a kid. Still like them. Yeah, and I've been there and done that, and I've moved on to a different part of my childhood. Yep, which like, involves the... God, I'm never going to remember the name of that cut-in-half of Pontiac V8. 
the trophy four. Trophy four. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> the trophy my, four era is what my, I call my it. childhood of like my favorite cars. <laughs> like all of them, I've either either owned or they're like way past the price of me ever wanting to buy them for what they are. Yeah, and well, that's Integras. I've never owned an Integra, but. Oh man, I, another I tangent. Right I saw a really, really nice EM1 for sale on the wholesale car Facebook page, and the dude was asking ten five for it. It was like perfect. I'm like, I am glad. I scrolled down. I scrolled down in the comments. It sold like an hour later. I'm like, yeah. my Christ, because I really still want one of those. <laughs> EM1s are really good. I would say um, over an EM1, what I would personally get would be a. EJ, which is like the EG era coupe. Okay. I would get one of those and do like a Del Sol B16 in it and leave it more or less stock. Maybe throw on some VX Enki wheels, some like 14 inch white Enkis and lowering springs. Spark I wouldn't even, not, not even coilovers, like literally just lowering springs. I just do I'm it. I'm still a huge fan of lowering springs over coilovers. I mean, I prefer a coilover. Like, all day long. But I think just for the look I want and the fact that it's very difficult for me to get coilovers and not and like have the um have the I guess responsibility to not put them on their nuts. Um <laughs> it's very difficult for me to do that. Coilovers uh, like really high grade old school coilovers or like current high grade stuff. You set them up how you would just like eyeball it, and the car sits nice. Yeah. You buy a set of cheap coilovers, the car's on its balls. And you got to crank it all the way up, and the spring rates are screwed to try to get a reasonable ride height. It's yeah. just terrible. Yeah, it, it's a cheap coilover is bad, but like a good coilover. Yeah. And like the thing is, when I say a good coilover, I'm not like going to spaz everyone and gatekeep and say you have to have them be custom made for your specific application yeah you don't need to like, valve custom you, you need you don't need your custom coilovers because you're taking them on the track every day and like you need to be like fucking rock hard like five viagras <laughs> to drive the car like no dude like i want the car to look okay i don't care i want to handle maybe a little bit better maybe i don't know i want to look better like fuck off dude i was gonna say like, usually it's just looks for me and sometimes i have to unlower the cars because of the ride but yeah like i very rarely um, and, like I want to like I want to be able to adjust it. Like I don't know, maybe maybe, maybe I never will. Maybe I will. Leave, no, me, I mean, leave me alone. Let me do my thing. As Fuck long off, as it's dude. not a winter-driven car. Like let me do my thing. Fuck. <laughs> um, but anyway, in this world, yes. Anyway, let's. Move I went back to the pun art picture on here. <laughs> uh, good. I want to talk about um, this effective vehicle oh, called yeah. the family holster, <laughs> and uh, that is that wonderful nineteen eighty three Subaru GL. Is this the one that's got the uh, Olympic livery on it? Yes. And it um, has air brakes. <laughs> that's what those are in the fender flares. Oh, okay. Sorry, those I thought are... you meant electric over air. Like, no, no. Uh, that, it's got, like... <clears throat> it, aero brakes? Yes, aero brakes. If you scroll down to the 10 fastest runs of uh, Goodwood... Yeah. Oh, I see it. Six minutes in is when the car is racing. <laughs> okay. I'll click on it. Screw it. Yeah. It's uh, just mute it and bring it up to six minutes. It's um, six minutes and thirty seconds. Sorry, this keyboard is not not brilliant. Ugh. God damn it! There we go. There we go. Yes. Close this is ad good. real quick. Yeah, you know I'll unmute it. Screw it. It's a good sound. So what's in it for a powertrain? It is a EJ of sorts with a equal length exhaust manifold that makes eight hundred and sixty-two horsepowers. Okay, so it's got to be a billet case halves then. I mean, I don't know, maybe. Uh, doing a equal length exhaust manifold on Subarus, yeah. it gives you like 40 to 60 horsepower <laughs> like that. Yeah. Is what? that why all the um, the TX2K WRXs I yeah. heard sounded okay? Yeah. Okay. Equal length <laughs> exhaust manifolds. Yeah. Oh my god. The tugboat noise really. Okay, all right. Yeah. Oh man, that interior though. Yeah, I really love this car. I love this car a whole fucking lot. <laughs> like, That's quick too. Wow, forty six twenty. It says very effective. Woo. Is an effective vehicle. Wow, I, I do like the livery on it. I think this is the thing: is Subarus can be good. I have full faith in Subaru being good, and I absolutely have zero faith in anybody that's ever owned a Subaru. That's my mm. issue with it. What do you mean? They're totally capable of being very fast, very good vehicles. Um. A friend of mine, Chris Lee, he's got a STI that he drag races, and it's stupid fast. And it's like a it's a blob eye. It's rolled right blue. It looks like a Subaru. Makes a Subaru noise, but it's like 
fully built, and he actually did everything correctly. He didn't like, but it doesn't have equal length then. If it's got the burble, he, uh, it's because it's a. I think it's got top mount turbo manifold where it's like it's. Oh, so it's yeah, it's pretty much impossible to do equal length. You if can, it's you can, but it's then you run like heat issues, and you, then you can never service it and everything. And, sure. Yeah, but and I shouldn't say top mount because they're all kind of top mount, but like upper. Like, oh, okay. Uh, it's like. It, it not was, in the back corner. It, it's on the. Uh, it's in the back corner, but it's it, not it, underneath it, the spare tire. They no. they couldn't put it next to the engine because the oh, turbo yeah. was larger, so does, they had to move the turbo does, up and back. Does wagon have a spare tire in the engine bay? No, it does not. <sighs> but it does have a digital dashboard that looks like the factory one. Let's see. Oh, oh, there. We, oh, okay. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's really good. I love that they took the time to copy the font and everything. Yeah, it's really good, <laughs> and even the boost gauge. Is the Subaru boost gauge? Is that uh, this one right here? And, and yeah, that's. And then when it's boosting, it makes a little fan inside of that and has little air coming out of it. That's it's very, very good. Very eighties. I love this a lot. Oh my goodness! Well, it's if you cool. were planning to keep yours, I'd say, man, there you go. Do something like that. I don't know what but... I'm gonna do with it because, like, as much as I want to get rid of it, I also like. I want to keep it. I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do. With it my is cars. an interesting car. And... I, I think my crest doesn't go before my Subaru. Interesting. Is the Cresto like fully working now or no? I just haven't been in the garage. Okay, but it can be. It's literally a, it's a it's a once I have the Buick out of the way, it is a weekend's work. Is it still trans cooler related or is it something else? No, I have to pull the transmission out, uh, adjust the torque converter, and because the torque converter like was kinked over and it locked up the whole drive line. <sighs> Automatic stuff, man. That's a bummer. Yeah, it's very annoying. Yeah, I can, I, I can see why you're not more, dealing with it. It's because... more annoying to do a manual swap. Like it's just like I'm just stuck in this like middle road where everything's annoying. Oh, man. <laughs> but I do have an air conditioning machine now that I won off of a uh, web. I got what I got online. Oh, the service machine, right? Yeah, the I'm service just machine. Like, I've never heard somebody call an air conditioner an air conditioning machine. Yeah, but... I got my AC service machine for like forty bucks, so... which is great because I have an AC leak. Yeah, her AC just started to not work. Just assume if it has fluids in it, it has a small leak in my car because. But anyway, um, yeah, sure so get I can get the AC to work in both the Subaru and the Cressida now. And Does so the machine support uh, our, uh, the older stuff, 12 no. as well, or is it just 134? No, just 134. Okay, so you can just get I those thread on I just never stop the leaks in exactly. my car because there's always mechanics that are like, we're going to charge you $12,000. At like, a certain yeah. point in a car's life, why bother? Yeah. Especially, I was like that when I inherited it at 10 years old. When like, I blow 30, I'm like, your car's, your car's leaking oil. I'm like, Cool. And the, yeah. the other thing is with the Subaru, Darren is literally an electro, electrical engineer. Oh yeah, didn't you say we were like gonna just lock him in the garage for like a day next time he's about, here? I was joking about it, but like also <laughs> he's also key, very like, intrigued with our bathroom, and I kind of just want to have him over one week and be like, I, have fun. I, I kind of want to also just like send him the wiring harness, and be like, hey, do you want to? project to do like in your spare time over the course of like, the next six months. he just acquired a house. Oh. Yeah, be like, here dude, you can With like... a detached basement. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm sorry, excuse me? <laughs> yeah. It's got, it's very strange. <laughs> I've never seen like a with show it to him after the podcast. Yeah. Okay. Because right. it's very I'm just unrelated. pulling it up, but, but I, anyway. I took a screenshot okay. of the horrifying listing. So we, I guess, briefly touched on this uh, last thing, last episode? Yes. Uh, so... Car shows happening today, even yet in Minnesota, yes. we've got Cars and Crafts. Yep. I don't think this is the last one of their series, right? But it's no. the last one. Tam is. I, I saw his Tam, post about Tam the... is. Um, he got a gig because you know he's like a fluffer for like yeah. celebrities. Um, that's a really good way of putting it. Yeah, it's like the it. best way to describe <laughs> it. But Tam is going on tour with Elton John. I know. I'm very jealous because so, I really like Elton John. I don't. Oh man. I, I appreciate him. I have hun- I have Hunky Chateau and Mr. Wags that just lives in there. I can't. That's, that's fine. That's it, totally fine. It, it's just it, to me. It's just generic glam rock. It's just okay. I liked the like in Netflix. There was like a movie somebody did about him too. It wasn't, yeah, Rocket Man or something. Yeah, it was okay. It wasn't great. Anyway, but do they run through September, October? I can't remember. September sometimes. I think October. October. No, they okay. do October. October okay. is tentative. No, yeah. October they do because it's the first Saturday. No, they posted. Oh, the, sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. posted their uh, schedule and they said October is tentative. Yeah. Well, yeah, tentative of a Mopar running yeah. into somebody in September. And like probably. if it. If it Looks like it's gonna be rainy and shitty. They won't right. do it. Yeah, yeah. But I like the Mopar joke. Yes. Uh, and then we have Intermark's keg and case. So I went Which last has, time about that Mopar. We saw it the other day. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw it. At so back, at back part of to the 50s. Back to the Fifties. There's 
um, afterwards, everybody meets up at Harmar Mall, which is just Yikes. a couple. It's not everybody. Days. It's not, not nine thousand cars. It's not nine thousand cars. But <laughs> there's like some people do a burnouts s- at Harmar Mall, okay. like they will do at any given point in time. Yeah, like like, and there's just a lot more spectators because they just go from the state fairgrounds. Wish I'd known that. I would have gone to that to Harmar. Oh, yeah. always assume that if there's a show, if there's a car show of sorts at the state fair. Mm-hmm. There's, There's always going to be shenanigans after the show at about 7 o'clock until midnight at Harmar Mall. And it's 7 o'clock until they get shut down by the police. But, like, yeah. don't show up exactly at 7. Show up, like, leave your house maybe at 7, possibly. <laughs> and then drive slower Cons- than you normally Consider <laughs> leaving your house at 7. <laughs> I'm sorry, are you there. a Porsche fuel gauge? Consider your remaining range. But, yeah, yeah. we are watching the shenanigans, and then all of a sudden, we all look at each other and we go, is that? And we're like... That is. It was a very shitty charger, and we all doing stepped like, a few steps back, drifting out of a corner because he hasn't learned, and kicking the rear end out, and had like all sorts of rear end damage. It was really it was fun. Him. To Does see. the bank know what he's doing with their car? No, no. <laughs> I was like, I can't wait to see that back at Rock Auto, <sighs> Rockstar Auto, Rockstar Auto. Okay, Rockstar Auto. Uh, that that's a dealer that you I, said, I assumed they've, they've run out of. Um, bad decision chargers, it seems like. Oh, yeah. no. Um, I noticed the West 7th car dealership. No. By what, your don't worry. Car. Don't think that they've put responsible purchasing decisions here. Look at the lineup of what's in their dealership right now. This is a buy here, pay here lot. A clearly abused first-gen Mercedes GL5 450. High-end. Oh, no. A first-gen Cayenne. Is an it an L- LR4? It's an L332 Range Rover. Oh, HSC supercharged. A V6 uh, Ford Explorer, which clearly has water pump failure. A Q7 first gen. I can't even see the red car. Another. Oh, sorry. I swiped. Um, The red car was a Hyundai. And then another V6 Explorer Explorer. with leaking water pump, probably. And then the Odyssey generation that had, like, the worst transmission issues. Uh And at the very end is a Charger. Oh, my God. It's the, this is the most amazing dealership. That poor and then GL. Back there, there's a 4L60 Yukon. So <laughs> it's just like even even the reliable vehicle is the one you don't want. Of that lineup, I think the GL is going to do the best. I think I'm trying to think. Depends on when it lasts. This is this is our new but... like carbitrage like challenge is like <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you... buy here pay here luxury vehicle <laughs> challenge yeah. go go to one of these buy here pay dealerships to set up and do an episode and be like all right of these cars yeah. which be... one is going to drive the longest i would probably go with the porsche reason being when those fail they fail catastrophically okay so there's no way that this can be running with a with a chronic issue. They either have a problem or they don't have a problem. Okay. You do have a point. Yeah. Yes. That Cayenne I, Turbo S that was parked in front of my house. Yeah. That had a problem. Yep. Yeah. And if it's running, it doesn't have a problem. It, it was not impounded. The, the Q7. The people that owned it came and towed it. The oh. Q7 is one that will run with a problem. That's just going to run around with timing okay. chain problems. Correlation codes. Yeah. So. Um, but I think if this Porsche doesn't have cam crank correlation codes... Uh, that would probably be my play. That might be an S. And I think that, that the reason I would buy that is I'm pretty sure, I'm not sure what the price is on it, but I bet I could probably get that to sell no reserve on bringing a trailer needing work. I could get a, I could get out of it faster than I could get out of the other ones. Probably. Yeah, if I, the I GL that, had factory wheels, I think that would sell okay. Yeah, and I think <clears> that the, uh, the Range Rover is going to be such a, such a nightmare because also is it they sagging as i say they recently drove this because they started every day yeah they started every day cause <laughs> I've, I've driven past her on monday and it's on the ground yeah. Yeah. so, so I, I would probably a, say the porsche is the one i would take this is the dealership right. i drive past on my way home every day and it's so fun I love it. It's my favorite. Yeah. Any buy here, pay here that's got ex- formerly expensive uh, German and. English oh, no, they're vehicles. still expensive. Don't get me wrong. And, the, and, and if they don't sell right they're away, just, they just wrap no, them. No, no. They're just not expensive up front. Okay. Every single Q5 that you own for a year will cost you the exact same amount of money. Did I tell you I got my boss's wife to get out of her Q5? 
Did it light on fire or something? Or? No, I got her to trade it in at the peak of its value. Yes. Perfect. On a Lexus. Good decision. <laughs> yes. She has a brand new NX200T. I'm like, that's actually a very based vehicle. We drove a lot Jana of vehicles. And Jenna, that's the one you want. Yeah. We waited six months, got it at MSRP, but we had the, the first build round of the new body style. Cool. Ah, oh, man. NXs are so cool. That's so much cooler. Like, She's like, I've gone on more dates with you than I have with my husband in the last 20 years. I'm like, Ooh. well, enjoy your Lexus. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan's Lexus. like, ugh. You can get hmm. it with a red interior. I love Lexus. Uh, she got a red, so, uh, Matador red exterior with uh, like the coconut cream, whatever interior. Ooh, that's a good color combo. Yep. Oh, shit. Look at that green. <clears throat> I like these That's a, a Yeah, these are good trucks. I do really like the green. Like, I actually even like the rear end. I saw one of those oh, new NXs coming down Pike's Peak. These aren't normal car shows, though. These aren't normal crossovers. We were, but whatever. Th- these are not normal crossovers. Like, this is like, I think a luxury crossover is like a different thing than just a normal crossover. But anyway, um, yeah, talking about things. So, Intermarks, what, what do I think uh, about these shows? Um, so, I wanted to uh, – those I don't really care as much. Um, the Modest Show and Minneapolis Mile. Mm-hmm. So, I was talking to Balto at the last Intermark Cars and Coffee about Minneapolis Mile, and he said it's not an exclusively indoor show this year. It's mm-hmm. like a 50-50 split between like the Minneapolis Mile that it got its name from, you know, the one where they shut down streets and it was good, and the shitty indoor parking lot one. So, I don't know – how that's going to work? He described it more of as like a SEMA, where it's kind of broken out into a couple different areas. Oh. Are they going to get enough attendance to do that? Because the photos last year didn't look like it was that full. And then Modest, I don't know about the River Center as a venue, frankly. I liked Modest at the River Center. I, I'm not going to lie. I, I like that a lot. Um, I think it's very difficult to pull off an indoor car show. Because, as you know, I go to a car show more for the location than the people because mm-hmm. um, like i don't care what car i'm looking at i'd rather be with people um and what it's around because the thing is like i mean the cars don't build themselves the people you're with build the cars which is a good point and there's no mopars burning out inside mm. exactly but like my thing is like i would still go to cars and crafts if cars and crafts is just a bunch of subarus oh yeah i would too yeah, like I was walking around the show. If it was I, all Bajas, I would still go to Cars and Crafts. I have a I have a friend who is. Would um, you have a Baja Blast? I I have a, I have a friend who is um, still like very tryhard about the cars he sees at shows. Okay, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I don't care about the cars. Like I literally could not care less. There there may be one or two cars that I look at. Like even then, like I, I, even, the even then, like like I told him, like, dude, this could literally be a. A whole show full of Arden flatheads. And I would, <laughs> if I'm stuck walking around the show with people I hate, yeah. I would not want to be here. But, like, if this is just a bunch of Chevy Luminas with Juggalo stickers on it, and it's a nice venue, and it's nice people, and, like, I actually enjoy it, like, <laughs> I guess I'm going to go look at some Luminas. of a mental image. Uh, I guess I'm looking at Luminas <clears throat> with Juggalo stickers on them. Like, I like the, the early Evo and that Mugen Civic mm-hmm. last year. Yeah, like, I, I think mod, right. modest, modest, I, I feel, uh, I haven't been to Minneapolis Mile, because Dan always plans it when I'm out of town. So this will be the first year to be in town because ah. of the economy. Um, L'économie. Yeah, it has been impossible to save any money. Oh, we yeah, and we are. We had a $200 deposit down on the Airbnb, and we canceled it because I was like, I would like my we, savings we back. Put <laughs> the, we put the deposit down before inflation happened. Oh, yeah. And then inflation happened. I'm like, oh, nope, sorry, we, we honey. Ga- gas is still five dollars a gallon. I was like, like it is I need to pay this my credit card bill, uh, and it happens to be two hundred dollars. So, well, that's a no-brainer. Solved. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, and so we are just on the beginning of a recession. So, yeah. well, the recession I'm okay with. It's the yeah. It's the but, inflation preceding it that's a problem. I can deal with a recession. My whole job is about people who are dealing with a recession, like. Mm-hmm. Car classic car sales like it is fifty percent people unaffected and fifty percent people very affected. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you're good with classic car sales mm-hmm. during a recession. It's like a new construction. That, yeah, yeah it, it, it's it's such a fifty fifty split. Is 
that like I have job security in a recession. Yeah, I feel um, like the expensive stuff isn't going to change at all, and like the stuff sub fifteen might get. No, I don't think no nothing's but... gonna, nothing's going to change because the people are selling their cars during that have to sell their cars during a recession. They need to sell it, and vastly more people are affected by a recession than aren't. So it's going oh, yeah. to be the same handful of people buying. The hell of a lot more people are going to be selling. So that's me and soon to be buying graphics cards. <laughs> those are getting cheap. I know. Finally, there's two thirty seventy FHRs in here. I bought those for less than four hundred each. Very good. Oh man. Yes. Yeah, anyway. I'm really <clears> glad <throat> I'm not in a closing daycare now, and that happened last year. I think. Um, I think I'm just, just going to get a an different prices. <laughs> Feet picks. Um, <laughs> I think with Minneapolis Mile. Um, I have faith that Dan's going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Da- Dan really uh, works well with figuring things out. And he thinks about it. He, he does. He, Dan do does it. a very good job with his shows. The problem at hand is he's trying to do SEMA things. Because that's what he goes to all the time is SEMA. Yep. And I really uh, need to get him to not go to SEMA. Because that's why I really want him to go to Car Week. Oh, so I'm like, much better than SEMA. I'm like, dude. Oh, my goodness. SEMA, the concept of SEMA, SEMA, Sam, and Pack, like... They all suck. It's so annoying. Like, you don't need to go to any of those. Like, no. Let's go to, like, I think maybe next year I'll take them to Grid Life or something. But, like, it's definitely better than SEMA. Like, or, like, The Hawk or The something. Hawk is easy. That, by the way, that's in, like, a week. I'm not doing that this yeah, year. But, like, I'll take pictures. Thank you. But, like, uh, yeah, I want to take Dan to if not If I didn't have a car SEMA that would stuff. go there for free, I wouldn't do I wanna, it. I want to take Dan to not SEMA stuff because what he's seeing is SEMA. And, like, cool. SEMA's. A thing, but like you go once, absolutely. But yeah, that's it. That's a, it's a go once thing. Whereas I don't like going to the car shows where it's all about the fastest, fast, fast car. Yeah, I, don't either. I like I mean, going... to Ryan's point. Yeah, it's like it's the people in the venue. It's not the cars. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I like going out to Car Week because not only is it a car show, mm-hmm. but you have the auctions going on. You have the brands that are out there to impress you well, and it's also gorgeous you, scenery it's gorgeous and, and like then you've got everyone racing. out there that has these multi-million dollar cars that are going balls to the wall are super friendly nice people yeah yeah somehow it's, it's not a bunch of tryhards it's and th- yeah. it's like, not somebody give me a hot take about politics i didn't ask for i know yeah which is weird for old people and they're all old because they have money but well because the thing is is these are the people that go to car week are the people that are like that they're beyond politics. Yeah. These are the people that run politicians. They're the mm-hmm. politicians' bosses. Yeah. So they don't complain about what their yeah. employees are doing. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen what's going on? Yeah, I did that. Yeah. And like when I had when I had like my press pass and stuff, I didn't have to ask questions. People would come up if I was looking at a particular car mm-hmm. and they weren't even associated with the car and they could tell me exactly what was going on in the car. And they would do it like with a smile on their face. And they're like, This I see you no- noticed this car for three seconds. Let me tell you the history and why it's really cool and this is how much we're expecting it to sell for. It's also gonna be racing at Laguna Seca. They don't talk down to you either. Yeah. They're not mansplaining it to you? No. No, no it's like... And I was a woman. <laughs> well... Yeah, no, it's Jana yeah. looking like an autozam. And the person with the autozam was, um... I could just haul an ass. But the person with the autozam... <laughs> the person with the autozam was just, like, super nice about it. And, and I'm like, oh, these are a lot of, like, newer cars that you've purchased. He goes... Yeah, I wrote a movie and it sold, so I bought all this stuff. I'm and like, he, cool. <laughs> and like, he said that. He, <laughs> like, all right, dope. Not trying to like show somebody that you're somebody yeah. you're not. Like, no, this is like, exactly what happened. No, this is what I did. Is I, I I've been working on a screen on a screenplay for 15 years, and yep. I finally sold it. Mm-hmm. And it I made a and lot of money, and now I'm happy. The reason why he bought the Japanese <laughs> the K cars he did was because he's like. Yeah, I think these are going to be valuable. I think the kids are going to like it. So I bought it because mm-hmm. I think kids are going to like it. And he was right because after that, the AutoZam is... Well, he, he bought it because he knew that kids are going to like it. But he wasn't like, I'm going to buy it and drive up the valley. He's like, I know kids are going to like it. I'm going to bring it out to places for them to see. Yeah. And when I'm done with it, I will sell it. Yeah. yeah, that's my decision even now with car shows. Like, it's not like, what do I want to drive? It's like, what are people what? going to appreciate the most yeah. here? Yeah, exactly. Like, and that's what he was telling us all that. And I was like... Yeah. This is cool, and they're always like only five minute conversations, E30, and you get by all the way. this. That's what you should drive. To Brexit this. or which one? No, you're the M3. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, carry but, on. All right. But yeah, so, and like you have all <laughs> these really informational conversations that happen in less than 10 minutes mm-hmm. because they are busy. 
Yeah, they're going to have to explain that many times, I'm sure, and over the course of the week. it's just like, I don't know, it feels a lot safer. Yeah. If no, that so, makes sense. Uh, coming yeah. back to that then, in your opinion, in Minnesota, what is the show that pulls off that like ethos Modest. the best? Modest? Modest? Okay. I think that Cars and Crafts does. Okay. Well, I mean, Cars have... and Crafts, yeah. But I, I thought we were talking about between... But, no, sorry. Yeah. yeah. I was curious about the, the, well, the overall cars, opinion cars of the two crafts. big shows. Overall, yeah. like, big car show that yeah. replicates um, Car Week the best is Intermark. There's a wasp over there. Yes, I know. I've been looking at it. Yuck. Uh, Intermark is its own thing, but, like, not the not their cars and coffee thing that's their actual right and i'm curious to see this weekend if it uh becomes better attendant i I do think people are figuring out about it and it's slowly growing well he also it was previously marketed in intermark and in a group with 57 people in it the mn fiat group yes i had to i had to tell somebody that they wanted to come to this i'm like i don't know where the thing is other than the facebook mn fiat group so just look there yeah also i'm pretty sure it starts at eight but, um, I want to go kill that thing really yeah, badly. Go, I, would go you like it. to? We're pausing while Eric goes and kills well, a wasp well, quite badly. Um, he's got his flip flap out. He got it. It went behind the door. Okay. So but dope. you hit him for sure. Oh yeah. At the very least, he broke his wings so he can follow <laughs> us. So. No, he he did. He anyway. did. He got him right in the dome. Um, Chrome dome. What was I gonna say? Um, yeah. No, I think um, I'm interested in keg and case cars and coffee. Uh, there's a lot of ants in that thing. Oh, yeah. Cars, I thought said ants. ants. I'm like, there's ants I know, I was like, too? ants where? No, 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 I'm done. We're done with the podcast. I'm I, I, think, I think as far as large shows go. Um, to Geek. <clears throat> Modest doesn't more than Minneapolis Mile for me. Yeah, um, I agree. I mean, and there's nothing wrong with Minneapolis Mile. No. It's just it that. It needs to it, go back outside. It, well, it's not, yeah, that, A. Uh, and B, um... It, it, it is the approach of what they're trying to do is I have no interest in SEMA. Yeah. I have many interest in Tuner Galleria or like Weekfest or something like that, yeah. where it's like a really think... good indoor car show with very high level, very well built import cars. Mm-hmm. And the reason I mentioned that is a lot of people can build an IS-250 stock with just, like, airbags on it and a vinyl wrap. Like, all right, cool, you built a Lexus, great. <laughs> but, like, once you have, like, you know, an IS-300 lowered with, like, a Gretti body kit and you have a, like, 2JZ GTE as opposed to a 2JZ GE or even just a turbocharged. Yeah. Like... It, there's yeah like it, when you're actually like doing a real build and you're actually putting in like quality parts you actually have to hunt down you're not just like adding more 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 that's where i get into it and i think when i think of what i've seen from minneapolis mile it's a lot of more 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 yeah and i don't need more 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 i need better 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 i think give me five cars that are well built instead my... of 200 okay ones and there were definitely five very well built cars there yeah, as opposed, but in a sea of. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. I mean, the the curated nature, or at least what I perceive that to be, was definitely better at Modest yeah. than what I saw in the photos from Mile. Yeah, so I'm I mean, not I'll go to Mile. I may go to Mile because Dan's probably going to have me go. And I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm going to go. I I'm think fine. My, I, I want to I go to support Dan because yeah. Dan's one of my favorite people. Um, Dan, Dan's good people. Yeah, but. He really likes kitties. Yes, mm-hmm. he does. He's a great person. He's one of my all time favorite people. And, like, all of my criticism I have of anything that he does is, like... Supportive. It's supportive. Like, I'm very... Yeah, I'm very honest with him. I've I've always been. Yep. I'm never anything short of that. I always do the same thing to him, Yeah, like, I'm not afraid to tell him, like, this is this is shit. Don't do it, dude. I do get a lot of, (laughs) huh, okay, thanks, as a response (laughs) when he texts me. I'm like, that was easy. (laughs) I just... I, I like... I'm, I like being able to tell people that because, like... He responds very well to constructive criticism. Yes. I'm, I'm the, happy that he seeks it out. The other issue is I, I, I feel worse lying to my friend than telling them their thing's shit. Because I don't want to hype them up mm-hmm. when they're doing a bad thing. Yeah. And then they catch a fat fucking L. Like, I don't want to be like... 
I don't I don't want to be telling a friend Joe like, yeah, dude, go buy the third gen Camaro. Like it's matte black and it's got fifty seven prior owners. Okay. It has a not numbers matching three oh five. Oh and yeah. it's got a seven hundred R four. Those are even supposed to have a seven hundred R four. You know what, dude, yeah, go buy it. You can make something special out of that. Don't <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. No. You want me to do is then be like, okay, how much money do you have? Alright, you have twenty five hundred dollars to buy something cool. Hmm. I think your best bet right now is to keep your daily driver. And if you're going to do anything to it, put some sway bars in it because it'll make you feel good. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to tell them. I think ideal car show in Minnesota would be something around St. Anthony, Maine, right next to the river. Okay. And they just, had that for a while, actually. Yeah, but like almost kind of um, a Wheels of Italy feel where it's just like a small group of cars, maybe not specifically like Italian cars, but like, like a scaled down Intermark. Sure. Um, in St. Anthony, Maine. Like, I think that would be the all-time perfect show with some sort of, like, like combine <laughs> Intermark with the Stone Arch Bridge Festival, but scaled cool. down. Kind of like how they did that one show, that van show at uh, um, Art of World, before yeah. they made that into a flea market. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be something like that would be a good idea, where you have... Like, you combine it with another thing that's already happening. Because yeah. all these other shows that we like yeah. are happening because there's something else happening. Um, like, if you go to... Like, Monterey Car Week is based around Laguna Seca mm-hmm. and also around Pebble Beach. Um, and then the other shows are just because everybody's there for it. When you have, um, like, something like Intermark, like, yeah, that's in a bubble. But it's also, like, in a small town. It's very cute. Like, it's its thing. Yeah. But if you have, like... Something, you know, f- for the most part, most of my favorite shows are in correlation with another event that may or may not be correlated with it, but that's what packs people sure, into the area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing is with packing people in is to get a car show to happen, is you have to have sponsorship and you have to have somebody to pay for it because you're not going to pay for it yourself. You're not going to be out of pocket on a car show. Um, and you need to know what you're doing and you need to have the faith of the people that are doing it. So what you need to do is you'll have somebody that owns somewhere like El Jefe or something mm-hmm. and you approach and be like, Hey, Stone Arch Bridge Festival is happening. There's going to be a lot of people in this area. Would you like more people to come in front of your business? <laughs> uh, and then be like, yes, I would like more people to be in front of my business. Like, okay, well, how about this? Let's take this block. We're going to get... We'll get a road closure a, permit. A road closure permit. We're going to get a dozen super skookum cars from, like, around the world. And this is... And they're not going to be, like, loud, shouty, like, bro cars. They're going to be... Really interesting cars that people are going to appreciate. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, like, you don't go with, like, I need to get... You don't make a checklist and just check off the boxes. You go and go, what are some very interesting cars that everybody's going to appreciate? Like, like something like... When you're trying to grade an Euros. essay. Yeah, like... You know? Like a Lancia yeah. Fulvia. Yeah, like, yeah. A, like a Lancia Fulvia. You get something like that. You get E30M3. You get... Um, you know, Citroen like, DS. Yeah, Citroen oh, DS. Yeah. You, get, you get like an old Datsun. You get something where you get the cars that, um, I guess like a good way to attract is like get, get the cars that get girls. Like no, no, oh, nobody wants nobody wants to get a room full of R32s. But damn it, you know what I'm gonna get excited about? A bunch of pows. Like, because <laughs> I think like, like, pow. Yeah. I think that 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 is a good litmus test of if a car would be popular to the general public. Yeah. Because when like you have random girls around to a car, then that's going to be somebody that's like, this is a cool car. What is this cool car? Is that normal it's person? It's going to be very tiny cars and very large cars. It's going to be not a bunch of bros that know the car. Correct. Because yeah. those bros that know the car are going to only talk to the guy that knows the car. They're not going to go inside the restaurant. They're not going to go help other people. So I think with your thing is like you get something that's going to be interesting to the general public. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like cars where it's more of an art form, like aesthetically. I think that's why Wheels of Italy worked so well too, yeah. because like Damn it. people know Ferraris and ladies yeah. love them, but like nobody knows anything about them. And that's kind of, it's shitty, but like, that's fine. Yeah. And like Pazzolino was cranking every yeah. single yeah. time. You need also to make something Pazzolino. like, you need to, you basically need something like Pazzolino. Because that, that really was the best show. It was the best show. Cars and Crafts was always a second. Mm-hmm. Now it's the first. Yeah. So I, I think the, the trick is you have cars are second. Quality is first. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I think venue has a lot to do with the quality. And yeah, St. Anthony, Maine is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. So. It's my favorite area. And it's already 
limited to traffic. Yes. So, and they close the road all the time. Yep. All right. That'd be easy to get. Around. We are running a little short on time here because our last episode went like an hour oh, and a half, and I want to. Did indeed. I need to. We need to go out and do a bunch of stuff today. So let's just. Uh, Can I quickly round off with um, yeah, my lemon story? Okay, so. This is going to be a TLDR, but my dad is probably going to have to lemon out his Honda Ridgeline. What um, happened to it? So, when I first started driving, he had the first-gen Ridgeline, and I love to, like, back out my driveway and then just throw it into drive, and he always screamed at me because Honda Ridgeline transmissions are known for <laughs> being Honda five-speed so automatics? Mm. Um, and so... He always yelled at me, and I was like, okay, I gotta be careful, right? So after a bunch of careful driving, and now he's got the newest generation, he's had to replace the transmission a handful of times. On the new one? On the brand new one. Holy shit. He has, has, in this year alone, has had to replace it three times. Yeah, that's a problem. In 2022. In 2022. How many miles has he put on it? Um, He hasn't put any on it, because he's always been having the transmission pulled out. It's a lemon. So I, how many consecutive days has it been in the shop in the last... Um, well, for a while. It was in a couple months. Um, oh, yeah. It's definitely it, eligible. Part of it was also because he got into a car accident after he got it back. So he rear-ended that was, that was a separate issue. But, but I talked to him about it, and he said it's been in the shop for a total of three weeks, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, yeah. I think non-consecutive has to be 43 or 45 days over a 90-day period. Yeah. So he's... I think what he, I, what, I, what I told him to do was to just bring the car to the shop and have them figure it out and start a ticker. Yeah. Drop it off. Like yeah. It's, it's uh, there. I can't use it. But yeah. yeah, so he's done with the Honda Ridgeline, and he's now on the list for the Ford Maverick. Are those hard to get right now? Yes. Okay. They're very hard to get. It's a Ford. Um, yeah, Mavericks are good. I kind of want one. I want one really he's bad. Really but excited uh, about it. I want a Fiat Strata more. Oh, yeah. So Strata's so much better. The Maverick's yes. just not small enough for me. It, yeah, that's the thing. It's just barely not yeah, small enough. I, I mean, don't I appreciate think he's it. Gonna, I think it's going to do what he needs for now, but he's not going to be as happy as the old Ridgeline. Yes. Now, um, before the end of the episode... Indeed. I want to show off one very, very ultra-quick uh, topic. Okay. Uh, this color... Oh, my I Atlanta. That's a color. Is that a factory color? What that is, is that is... U.S. Army olive drab used in World War II with clear coat on it. And that's I a was, good color. That is exactly what it looks that is like. That's an incredibly good color. It's, an it's U.S. Army olive drab with clear coat. It's really good. Anyway, that's all I want to talk about. LS3 <laughs> business. Cube. I, yeah, that looks a lot better than that. I mean, that's, it just looks like somebody polished up the single stage ex military. Yeah, and that's exactly pretty much what happened. But yeah, it's, all those it's, seats are beautiful. Yeah, wow. it, it's olive drab with. Um, with clear coat. I, I'm very here for it. Chevrolet Business Coupe. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what it's called. Business Coupe. Yeah. It's yeah. better than BMW's Business CD. Well, there's uh, the, the different kinds of coupes and stuff. So, like a business... So, you know, Does so they have a pleasure coupe? Well, there's a business coupe and there's a salesman's coupe and stuff like that. So, a business coupe had a separate trunk that was locking that you could not access from anywhere else. So, like, if you're a traveling salesman, oh. people aren't going to um, be able to, like, get into it. But there's also a salesman's coupe where you, the uh, trunk... Uh, folded down, so if you are a traveling salesperson, you could sleep in it. Oh. And you put your feet down through the trunk. Yeah. So, so it's basically ahead. a Toyota Century. Yes. Yeah. They're very interesting vehicles. But anyway, we'll uh, talk to you next time in two hmm. weeks. I see a Yurako behind that or something. Yeah, or Marac. It, it's a very cool garage, yes. All right. All right, bye. Bye. bye.